Are you an accredited investor looking for a new opportunity to generate passive income and build the retirement of your dreams? Then elevate your investment game with Viking Capital, where wealth meets wisdom. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just starting out, Viking Capital can help guide you towards financial freedom through passive real estate investing. With strong and transparent underwriting, Viking identifies low-risk opportunities with the goal of preserving investor capital and maximizing long-term growth potential. And their accessible and responsive investor relations team will help you understand how each investment will impact your unique financial goals. With $800 million in assets acquired, more than $230 million in equity raised, and more than 5,000 units under management, Viking Capital is your path to early retirement. To learn about Viking Capital's latest investment opportunity, which is available for you right now, visit go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best. That's go.vikingcapllc.com forward slash best to get started today. Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, Promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Asking these questions that I'm going to give to you of yourself early and often is what do you want? Why do you want it? Who do you have to become to get it? And when we ask that question of who do we have to become to get it is understanding your mindsets, your skills, and your network. Welcome to the best ever show, the world's longest running daily commercial real estate podcast. Our hosts interview commercial real estate experts every day to get you the best advice ever with none of the fluffy stuff. Hello, best ever listeners. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Ash Patel and I'm with today's guest, Whitney Elkins Hutton. Whitney is joining us from Denver, Colorado. She is the director of investor education at passiveinvesting.com, which builds passive income and equity for investors through low risk real estate investments in the hottest markets in the US. Whitney's portfolio consists of over 6,500 units of multifamily, mobile home parks, single family rentals, assisted living, seven express car washes, and over 2,200 self storage units. Whitney, thank you for joining us. And how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. It's our pleasure. Whitney, before we get started, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on now? Yeah, 
absolutely. Well, as you mentioned, I'm the director of investor education here at PassiveInvesting.com. And what you read off was my personal portfolio that I have in partnership. But here at PassiveInvesting.com, we focus on multifamily, self-storage, car washes, hotel, and first position real estate debt. We have over 1.3 billion assets under management, 6,600 multifamily units. 3,300 self-storage units, 18 car washes and growing. We're looking to grow a portfolio of 250 to 300 locations. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. But what I am focused on professionally and personally is helping investors understand the power of investing in institutional grade assets such as these so they can create massive leverage in their life and partake in the cash flow and equity and capital preservation that real estate has to offer. Whitney, who is your target audience? With PassiveInvesting.com, we have a couple pronged approach. Really, we're focused on working with the high net worth individuals. So think of doctors, lawyers, engineers, tech workers, business owners, you know, for potentially those retirees, people that are getting close to retirement that understand, wow, my portfolio and stocks, bonds, and mutual funds just aren't kicking off that much cash flow as I thought they would. Matter of fact, they're going the opposite direction in today's market. And potentially even the tired landlord who's grown a substantial portfolio of their own controlled real estate and their understanding either I want to scale further faster, diversify my portfolio, or I want to fire Home Depot on my property manager. And they're looking to move those assets from a more active form of investing to passive form of investing. So really anybody can participate in passive investing. There just are a couple different niche audiences that we target. Is it accredited investors only? Personally, we do work primarily with the accredited investor. I am really excited. We have a project in the works that would allow sophisticated investors to invest alongside our accredited investors through a crowdfunding Reg A fund. We're not quite ready to roll that out. We don't have a complete timeline on that, but we are looking to make this type of investing available to all who are interested. In regards to the definitions of accredited investor and sophisticated investor, can you educate us on that? Absolutely. Accredited investor is pretty easy. The Securities and Exchange Commission has come up over the years. They've modified a definition. So it can be somebody who meets either a net worth test or a income test, or there's a couple other provisions in there. So for the net worth, it's pretty simple. You have a million in assets outside the equity in your primary real estate. So the house that you live in, and that can be individually or in conjunction with a spouse or a spousal equivalent. The income test is a little more nuanced. You can either have $200,000 of income for the previous two years and reasonable expectations going forward individually. Or you can qualify with a spouse or spousal equivalent with $300,000 of net income for the previous two years in reasonable expectations going forward. And there's also one more that the Securities and Exchange Commission added in about a year and a half ago, and that are for people who have a Series 765 or 82 license, they could potentially qualify as an accredited investor as well as employees that work at a private equity firm, they could potentially invest in their own deals with their firm. Interesting. I didn't ever hear the spousal equivalent before. So I'm assuming that includes domestic partners. And does it have to be a live-in partner? 
That is a great question. Those third-party letters are generally granted by lawyers, your CPA, or a licensed broker dealer. So they're going to have the specific definition of what the spousal equivalent actually means. And here's the thing. I haven't seen that checklist to specifically know what that means, but I would imagine this allows for people who are domestic partners that just never got married or maybe same sex marriages in states, perhaps where the marriage actually legally cannot be recognized or people who are just like, Hey, I'm not going to get married, <laughs> but this is my partner of like 10, 15, 20 years. And all intents and purposes, we are married. We share our household expenses. Yeah, so that would be what I imagine it is. You can go out and get a high net worth boyfriend or girlfriend and all of a sudden potentially qualify, but seek legal advice. Interesting <laughs> that they've included that definition. That's awesome. You mentioned conservative investments. I think the words that were, it was low risk, which to me is the equivalent of lower returns. What are your typical returns on investments? Well, that's not always the case. It's about how do you risk mitigate, like all these things that are happening in the environment, most notably in the past year, interest rates rising a little unchecked by the Federal Reserve. How does that impact the various levers that you can pull within an investment? For our multifamily investments, we were looking at a 7% prof, which actually isn't a return. That's just a hurdle that the general partner has to meet. But interest rates rising, it does pull the cash on cash down a little bit, but it doesn't actually mean that it's lower return because we are limiting the risk in that type of investment by getting fixed rate interest rate debt, locking in that in for the term of the business hold, if not longer, and perhaps securing extensions on that fixed rate interest rate debt to allow ourselves the flexibility in this market environment if we need to hold the property longer. So that's just one thing that you can do on the multifamily side, as well as self-storage side. But we also have our car wash assets that kick off a little bit more income, but people need to understand that it is an operating business that is very cash flow intensive. But what we are doing is we're actually buying the underlying real estate. We actually are built our own third-party property management company. So we own the land and own the brand. So yeah, you might look initially at an investment and see 10% prof cash on cash by year five of 15% and go, wow, that's a lot of risk. But when you own the end to end vertical of everything in that business, and you're getting nice high quality debt on it, that is a very de risk investment. What are the numbers on IRRs for these investments? Typically? Yeah. So for car washes, which is what I was just speaking about, what we underwrite to the investor put out on a pro forma is the most conservative way that we could actually exit these particular deals, which is individual sale of assets. So it really starts at the beginning. How are we purchasing this particular asset? Well, we're looking to purchase the car washes. They're trading 12 to 15 X EBITDA in the market today. We are looking to pick up acquisitions that are somewhere between seven to 10 to X EBITDA. What does that mean? An investor might be going, I don't know what that means. Well, that's a multiple of the profit of the asset. So it's a little different than valuating a deal based on net operating income like you would in a multifamily deal. But on all intents and purposes, net operating income is a part of the profit calculation. All right. Now you asked me about IRR. Well, really, because each car wash has to individually stand on its own for it to go into our portfolio. It also needs to exit well on its own. 
So we put them into small portfolios, but we don't put underperforming car wash in there and just kind of cross our fingers and hope it performs. No, every single one performs from day one. That's extremely important from a risk mitigation standpoint. So with our strategy and what we show investors, we're probably somewhere between, again, that 2X multiple, that 17 to 18% IRR, but our actual strategy to exit this portfolio, again, getting that scale 250 to 300 locations is we're looking to IPO this, this entire portfolio. A secondary strategy would be to roll this up and sell it to a REIT or a private equity group. And each one of those would have a much larger equity multiple return and higher IRR return to the investor. We just don't show that to them because it's not the most conservative way to underwrite it. We'll get back to the show with a first, some sponsors I'm confident you'll find value in learning more about. Are you a real estate investor looking to break into the multifamily investing space? Have you heard of MFIN Con happening in Charlotte, North Carolina, June 12th through the 14th? The Multifamily Investor Nation Convention is a place to learn from over 60 high-level apartment investors while networking with more than 700 additional investors. If that's not enough for you, A-Rod, yep, Alex Rodriguez, 12-time Major League Baseball All-Star with over $700 million of commercial real estate assets, will be live and in person speaking at the event. Also speaking is the one and only Dr. Robert Cialdini, the godfather of influence and the award-winning author. I personally love his books. So be sure to secure your tickets to this live in-person event before they're gone. Go to MFINCon.com for more details. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. Visit MFINCON.com today. Use the promo code BESTEVER to get $200 off your tickets. That's MFINCON.com. Is there a minimum deal size that somebody can present to your platform? And is there a minimal investment? Our acquisitions team are the ones that actually underwrites all of our deals. If somebody has a car wash that they're looking to sell, definitely reach out to me at whitneyandpassiveinvesting.com. I can put you in touch with the right people on our team. As far as the deal size minimum, not necessarily. Again, it goes back to the hit our buy box. That's one of the things that we look to do with car washes because car washes are probably being purchased somewhere between two to $7 million. We look to portfolio these together to put together a larger deal for our investors to go into so we can get better lending terms, get scalability with presenting deals to our investors. Now, as far as the investor, our investment minimum for these type of portfolios is $100,000. And that gives you immediate diversification over markets and deals, which is amazing. A good fund structure to be able to diversify your funds in a very time efficient manner. Okay. Will you allow retail industrial properties on your platform? We're not a crowdfunding platform. So we are the direct operator owner of these real estate assets of the multifamily, of the self-storage, of the car washes. So I'm kind of picking up on that now, but yeah, we are the owner. Interesting. Okay. Yep. Yep. So industrial, we're always looking at the market to understand what is the best asset that would produce nice capital preservation, cash flow for our investors, solid equity returns, amazing tax benefits, and provide diversification. So perhaps at some point in time, industrial buildings will be something that we add, but we just haven't yet. We want to be experts in the space. And that way our investors can know, love, and trust that we are operating in their best interest. All right. Forgive me. I should have known that. Very interesting. So when I invest with PassiveInvesting.com, I'm investing into a fund versus an individual asset? On the car washes, yes. Yes. On our multifamily assets, we do single asset entities. 
So we'll buy a multifamily building, say like in Charlotte, North Carolina, and that is one single asset entity. And so one thing that we're really strive to do for our investors is actually show them on the assets so they can clearly see what they're going into. Every once in a while, say we want to put out self-storage portfolio where we have three lined up, but maybe the fourth isn't completely under contract where we can actually show the investor. There might be one kind of quasi-blind asset in that small portfolio, but we really strive to show all of those assets in that portfolio to the investor up front. Again, that helps the investor de-risk their portfolio. They see what is being purchased. Also, the interest rate. We were already in talks with the lender about interest rate. If you don't have a property under contract, it's very difficult to talk to a lender about what interest rate you're going to be able to acquire that property at. So they actually can trust the numbers that we're putting out there. And there's a preference of investment strategy. Whitney, in terms of car washes, one of the reasons they're so attractive is there's massive depreciation from all the equipment. You get the bonus depreciation in year one. As a passive investor, do you get to share that negative K-1? Yeah, so that is an amazing question for any limited partner to ask on their due diligence of the operator is like, hey, what portion of the losses do I get to share in? Because I've been shocked to learn that not every operator you know, shares that equally or pro rata. So with the car washes, the way we share our K-1s is pro rata. So it's based on your percent ownership in the deal. So year one losses on a car wash opportunity, we tell our investors between 70 to 90%. And that is because you can write off all of that equipment in year one and take that bonus depreciation. Even though bonus depreciations took down to 80% this year, we can still take it. That's great. What if I'm a 1031 investor? I just sold something. Do you have provisions to help me? Yeah, we can definitely assist investors to 1031 into our syndicated deals for the multifamily, self-storage, and our hotel deals. And it's because it's considered a like-kind exchange that is real estate for real estate. When we get into the car washes, it's a little bit more difficult to tease out the business from the real estate piece. So we really keep our investors focused on that 1031 exchange on those hard real estate assets. So it's a million dollars. A lot of people are exiting large properties, have large exits right now with high appreciation over the past couple of years. So we can work with investors, say that they have a million in equity they're bringing in on hotels and multifamily or $500,000 in self-storage. Is there a minimum if I'm bringing in 1031 money? Yep. So it's that million on the multifamily and hotel deal, and then 500,000 on the self-storage deals. Got it. And the reason for that is all the legal backend work that goes with that 1031. Yeah. We take care of setting up the tick, the tenant in common and the special purpose vehicle, all of that legal paperwork. And also when you set up a structure like that, you actually have to take that tick and special purpose vehicle it actually has to be underwritten by the lender. They have to be able to visualize it as well. So it's very labor intensive on our side. But again, we take on that ownership in order to make it a smooth process for our investors that are coming in in that 1031 exchange. Yeah, there's certainly a lot involved in that. And just to be clear, I could bring 1031 money in and then I could take it back out into 1031 into something else. Yes, upon exit, we really are striving to help our investors continue to partner with us as we 1031 these assets into the future. We executed eight 1031 exchanges just in the past calendar year. 
so I know a lot of operators say they do it. Not all operators actually can execute on that very efficiently. So it is something that we really pride ourselves on, but certainly I believe the way set up, since it is a tenant in common, the tenant in common could actually then go 1031 in exchange into a different deal if they'd like. Yeah. And it's a great benefit because I can choose to go into another investment with passiveinvesting.com, or if I find a deal on my own, I can choose to exit the 1031 and put the money into another deal. So it's a great benefit. Whitney, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? Get started. I'm a ready fire aim type person. So I say get started kind of tongue in cheek, but really asking these questions that I'm going to give to you of yourself early and often is what do you want? Why do you want it? Who do you have to become to get it? And when we ask that question, who do we have to become to get it is understanding your mindsets, your skills, and your network. And you can't just ask these questions once or once a year. I'm talking, ask these questions once a quarter. It doesn't matter if you're a limited partner investor or an active general partner in real estate. Continuing to ask these questions of yourself continually. That way you can get to build that life plan for yourself and get further faster. Whitney, are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Yes, let's do it. All right. What is the best ever book you recently read? (laughs) I love it. Best ever book. Caveat that you recently read. I actually just read the book Essentialism. I'm a huge fan of the one thing, but I think reading the book Essentialism just really took all the things on the one thing and stripped it down even further to just how can you create a simple yet very impactful life? Whitney, what's the best ever way you like to give back? I have a podcast and YouTube show called Passive Investing Made Simple. I spend a lot of time and effort there really helping investors understand the ins and outs of passive investing so they can go into their first or next deal with confidence. And Whitney, how can the best ever listeners reach out to you? You can find me at PassiveInvestingWithWhitney.com. There, I've got a free ebook and checklist for people. You can also, just quick little form, you can get access to my calendar and we can talk all things real estate. Whitney, thank you very much for sharing what PassiveInvesting.com does. Thanks for your advice and thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you. Best ever listeners, thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five-star review. Share this podcast with someone you think can benefit from it. Also, follow, subscribe, and have a best ever day. Hi, best ever listeners. Joe Fairless here again. And one last thing before you go, would you like to receive a short weekly email with proven tips from experienced investors, free tools and resources, and a roundup of the week's most relevant news and best ever content? Well, if so, join the community of nearly 15,000 commercial real estate passive and active investors who receive the best ever newsletter. Just go to bestevercre.com forward slash access and you'll get the very next one. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, thank you for listening and have a best ever day.